Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey guys, before we begin, please take a moment to go on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever app you're listening to this on. Subscribe, give me a five-star review, tell your friends, and also take a screenshot of you listening to this episode on whatever podcast app you're listening on. Put it on your Instagram story, tag me Stephanie Megan or tag Broco Therapy. Spread the word, spread the love. Let's make Broco Therapy a fucking movement. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Broke Girl Girl Therapy. All right, all right, all right. Are we ready? I think we're ready. I think we are. I think we're recording. You could look at my screen. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Broke Girl Therapy. And I have the motherfucking Greg. Hello. That's how I always do my intro. You're a little like put off. You're like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I've I've had been called that, but not usually in such polite Greg. times. Yes. <laughs> That's how I introduce everybody. So it's okay. It's okay. All right. And you are. This is so exciting. You are a dating coach. Yep. Online Can, dating coach. Online dating coach. Can yes. you elaborate what exactly that is and what you do for people? Yeah. So there's a few different aspects of it. One is that. You know, with online dating, it's actually pretty different than dating in person. Like, I'm not the kind of guy. Yeah, I'm not the kind of guy who walks into a coffee shop and goes, hey, how you doing? Like, that's just that isn't me. Yeah. So I've been using online dating since like at least 2005. 2005? Yeah, 2005. Well, what dating sites and stuff were you doing back then? OkCupid. OkCupid. OkCupid was around. No, but OkCupid was around. Plenty of Fish was around. Um Yahoo Personals was actually used before that, but I didn't use that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's a there's a lot that was around back did then. Did you ever do like AOL chat rooms? I did quite a bit of AOL chat rooms, <laughs> not particularly for dating, but you know, hey, definitely I loved a lot AOL of AOL chat rooms back oh, yes. in the day. Oh yes. <laughs> and I met you because you reached out to me, mm-hmm. and you have a podcast. I do. It's called She Said It. What she's what thinking. She's, oh my god, I fucked up. Wow. <laughs> it's okay. What I, she's I thinking. The yeah, yeah, yeah. What she's thinking. I was like, she said it. <laughs> what she's thinking. Yeah. Um. What exactly is that podcast about? What do you talk about? So that podcast is, I get questions from my male listeners and mm. my male friends, frankly, mm. kind of like you did with your Instagram. Yeah. And. I then interview two or three women and ask them those questions and then ask for clarification because, you know, sometimes women will say something like, you know, what do you want in sex? Well, I want him to be present. And I'm like, (laughs) okay, I think I know what that means, but I think a lot of, well, yeah. (laughs) And a lot of people, particularly the guys listening tend to be like, what does present, like I'm in the room. Is that present for you? And so then I'll ask for clarification of like, so kind of state that in a way that a guy who is not into Zen or yoga or meditation is going to know, like, what does it look like to a fly on the wall? Right. That that means he's being present. And then she'll, you know, kind of give me some, Oh, well it means he's looking into my eyes or he's really telling me how you feel. I don't like when they look at my eyes. Well, I know not everybody does, but that's actually part of what's interesting about the podcast. But some people do. Yeah. So you, you kind of get opinions from all these different women because everyone likes different things. Exactly. Yeah. So that's awesome. Actually, Rose and I were on it. Yep. It was a lot, I'm sure. It was it was a lot of fun. 
and I actually just released your first episode. Yay. I think it was Tuesday. Yeah. And the second half of it, because I split them, we do an hour long interview, right. but I split them into half hours to okay. make it easier to listen to. Okay, cool. I'm and, definitely going to promote it. So you guys like look out for that. Rose and I were giving our opinions and <laughs> it was a lot. We, we, went, we really went into it. So thank we you did. for having us. We did. It was a lot of fun to have you. Yeah. And then afterwards you were both like, okay, so I want feedback on my dating profiles. Yes. yes. So you read over our dating profiles and you gave us feedback. Do you remember yes. the feedback that you gave me? Well, I remember, I don't actually remember which one of you it was had no smiling photos oh, at all. Oh, that was Rose. That was Rose. Okay, yeah, okay. So <laughs> I hope she's fixed that by now. Okay, 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 yeah. Well, she's actually dating somebody, so I don't even think she's on that ah, app anymore. Okay, so she's enough. found somebody. I'll have her update you guys on that one. But I remember for me, you were saying that um, I seemed a little self-deprecating. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> yes. But that's kind of my sense of humor, but I, I get it. But the first thing you asked me was, do you usually get guys telling you that you're hot? Yeah. And I was like, no. At first I was like, no. But I thought about it. I'm like, wait, actually, that's literally kind of all I get is like hard eyes and whatever. You know, it's yeah. always like something towards my look. Mm -hmm. But you explained to me it's because my captions and everything I'm saying is just there's no personality. Yep. Okay. And, <laughs> but I have a lot of personality. I just. In person in, you do. Yeah. But your profile was just like. Look at me, I'm beautiful. Oh my god! And that's it. <laughs> and it was just like, um, this does not seem to match the version of you that I'm meeting. So, right. huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I just felt like I guess I didn't really pay attention like enough towards like my personality on my profile because I'm like, these motherfuckers don't care what my personality is. Like, come on, let's be real. Like, most men are not like I just assume that they're not really reading through my profile. Yeah, that's that's pretty wrong. Yeah. So, you know, particularly a lot of guys that are not just doing the, you know, hey, as their first message yeah. or doing, you know, the copy and paste. Hello, your profile looks very interesting. If you would like to get a drink, please respond to my message. I don't know if I like that. I don't either. But, <laughs> you know, oh, uh, no, that's more of a thing that men do. Women okay. don't do it as much. Right. Except on like hookup sites and stuff. Then it's different. But, right. And right. those are spam mostly anyway. Yeah. Anyway, off subject. <laughs> um you know, yes, men tend to be looking quite a bit at your profile because they want to write you a message that is going to actually be about your profile. That's true. And, you know, that's definitely one of the things I teach my guys to do. And most guys are already aware that they should do something like that. Right. You know, the number of guys that are like, no, I think the right thing to do is just say, what's up is dwindling dramatically. But they, they get lost in our messages because not to toot my own horn, but I'm sure a lot of women could relate to this. We got hella matches, more the, more matches than men do because oh, men yes. just like swipe right to everybody just trying to see what they could get. Like us women are so much more particular on yeah. who we want to match up with, like mm -hmm. who we want to give our likes to, you yeah. know. And so when we got all these matches to, with all the men that probably swipe right to everybody, we do another trial mm -hmm. of, you know. Yes. And so a hey message is just going to get lost unless you're really motherfucking hot. Right. That, that does tend to pretty much mean you'll put up with almost anything. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> as fucked yeah. up as that sounds. It's true. Trust uh. me. The guys in the audience are like, well, duh. But no, it's it's right. That right. is something we've seen on uh, a few people have posted things on Medium about, you know. So I set up a Tinder profile with a hot male model and acted like a total jackass. And women kept being like, so when are you available to take me on a date? Yeah. That's fucked up. Well, that's the experience most men at least think they're having every day anyway. So right. 
I don't know if fucked up is the word I would use, but okay. illuminating certainly is. Right, right. Okay, do you want to look at my profile now? I kind of made some changes, and I want you to see. I mean, I to tell me if there's anything else I need to fix. Sure. So let's see. The first one doesn't have a caption, although it does have a location of Silver Lake. Right, so, right. So, you know, hopefully you like Silver Lake a lot. I do like Silver Lake a lot. I live here. Okay. But, you know, that could definitely be an opportunity to be like, you know, either it, snarky it, or it, playful or even just like. But it's a selfie of me against a wall. Like, what else do I say? Like, what do I say about that? I mean, you could say I'm looking for a guy who blank, blank, blank. You could say. Should I you say know, that? Was that? Is that weird, though? No, not at I all. I always feel like that's weird. Is it weird? No. Am I overthinking? One of the things that, yeah, it's I actually st- like require my clients to put on their profile what they're looking for in a partner. Okay. Because the thing is, if particularly, and this is definitely for men and women, but right. particularly for a man, if the woman's reading your profile and she's like, you know, okay, yeah, you sound interesting, right? And right. then he suddenly describes her, she's going to be like, oh, oh, you're talking to me, right. yeah, right. Well, same thing for a guy, yeah. You know, if the okay. guy's reading your profile, I guess I just don't see that often, so I don't even know what to like. Yeah. Well, you know that that's definitely one thing that yeah. uh, can really help is. You know, figuring out what is it you want in a guy. Right. Beyond, you know, tall, dark, and handsome or must love dogs or any of All that stuff. All superficial things. Yes. Okay. You know, figuring out, like, do you want a guy who's, I don't know, ambitious or chill or someone who's playful or someone who's, like, really intellectual? There's a lot of different things you could talk okay. about. But okay. then when the guy is, you know, looking in the first photo, he's like, oh, you're cute. And then he taps on the caption. He's like, I don't know, uh, you know, you say, totally looking for a guy who's really into like you know i don't know what what is something you're into um i'm like what am i what do i like <laughs> i do like really educated dudes okay who so, love music who are artists of some way nice yeah so if if this photo's caption was like are you an artist because i heart artists okay well actually like one of my because on hinge you guys like they give you like a series of questions that you have to answer mm-hmm. on one of them it says i mean i feel like this kind of goes to it it says um Oh, I mean, maybe not. It said, you should not go out with me if, and I put, you don't listen to Frank Ocean. So, and that shows that like, I like music and there's a certain type of music. No, no. Well, no? it shows that, that depending on how you choose to interpret it, either you are extremely into Frank Ocean. By the way, I, I actually am. don't know who Frank Ocean is. What? You yeah. don't know who Frank Ocean is? I don't. Craig. But let's come back to that. Okay. Craig. But also, <laughs> all that shows is that you're really into Frank Ocean. Okay. If you said, like, if you don't listen to but music. But I like R&B. Well, but all you said was Frank Ocean. Okay. okay. So, fine, 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 Greg. You win this one. But that's part of what I mean is a bunch of these, are, you're really short. I mean, they're really short. Not you're really short. Okay. But the text is really short. Like, you know, you yeah, should not go I, I out with me if. And then your answer is you don't listen to Frank Ocean. So I'm assuming he's R&B, right? Yeah. Okay. So if you said, if you don't listen to Frank Ocean or some other totally awesome R&B tracks, then, you know, okay. sorry, bro. Or Sorry, like, bro. But that would give you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. one, it gives him context and also says it's not literally that I care about this artist and no one else. It's that I care about R&B. Right. And then also kind of give you a sense of or give him a sense of your personality of like sort of the, yeah, talk to the hand. I mean, that's that's more 80s, but you know what I mean? Yeah, talk to the hand. <laughs> yeah, talk to the hand. Yeah. But like, Do I come off as that? Do I come off as bitchy? No, not at all. Okay. But I think... You know, being able to say, let's see, here's another example. A secret only my pet knows about me. I'm a great rapper. I am. So totally cool. 
No, you know, not something I'm like, what? You're a great rapper. Ugh. Okay, but actually, I get a lot of response towards that. Like, most I'll guys bet. are like, oh, what's your rapper name? Yes. Or like, I need to hear these bars. Like, it's always that or like heart eyes, like you cute kind of yeah. thing, you yeah. know? <laughs> so what else would you tell someone if, if I'm in person with you and you're like, you know, so I'm a great rapper and I'm yeah. like, what? What are you going to say next? Like, what's the thing you follow up with? Well, okay. That's also kind of like sarcastic because I'm actually not a great rapper, but like I could have some flow, Uh but it's like, I wouldn't say that I'm like fucking Kendrick Lamar, you know what I mean? Or like Tupac. I'm just like, I like I, when I'm home alone, I actually tend to like come up with rhymes and rap and stuff, but it's not something that I like reveal to people. Yeah. So like if anything, like that's like a story that I tell them. I was like, well, that's why my, my dog only knows that because it's something that I just do like alone in my room you know what i mean and they're like okay okay so it goes from there so you could definitely say something like i'm a great rapper dot 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 but i'm the only one who thinks so (laughs) why don't we just listen to and then a bunch of other rappers that you're a fan of yeah like that's what i mean this is kind of a wasted opportunity like it's good right now right and it's like i don't know seven or eight out of ten maybe even a nine right but if you add more to it, which Hinge will let you, I don't know exactly how long it'll let you do, but I'm sure it'll let you do at least yeah. twice that many characters. <laughs> so you could put in there some other stuff about like, you know, the things you like or the music you like okay. or that, you know, I'm a great rapper, but if you're a really good rapper, you're going to win my heart immediately. Ooh. And like, I don't know if that's I like true rappers. for you. If you do, then that's yeah. totally a way that the guy's yeah. going to be like, oh yeah, I'm a rapper. All right. So I'm going to bust out some rhymes in my message to you. Ooh, wait, that's kind of smart. I'll be like, send See? me a rhyme and I'll go off of that. Wait, hold up. It's going to be a rap battle in my DMs. <laughs> I can think of a lot of men oh God, who would be like, totally down for Oh my God, that. totally. Especially the guys that I'm into. Right. And that's the thing, like particularly for women. Yeah. One of the things I do is tell them, put in your profile stuff that you want the men to talk about. Mm-hmm. And don't just put in there like, uh, you know, I like R&B. Put in there, message me the best R&B song you've ever heard. Okay. Like, tell him what to send you as a first message. Right. Because then you won't get all these, hey, babe, heart eye, you know, right. nice butt or Looking all the other stuff. Nice butt. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, you know, that's actually one of the things I, I teach my female clients to do yeah. is literally put in there, talk to me about blank and put two or three things, not just that you're interested in, but that are things that like really are important for you to share. Okay. So if it's, if, if you would be totally fine with a guy who did not like R&B at all, maybe that's not the best thing. Right. But if that's one of the things that like, you really got to share my music taste. That would be a great way to have someone show. Yes, I'm into R&B and, you know, I'm a good rapper, whatever. Right. But, if you know, don't put in there like, um, I don't know, if you're not into like men that are into, oh, what's a good example? Um, are you into science fiction? Like, do you like guys that are into sci-fi? Probably not. Okay. So then don't put in there like, um, you should totally tell me about the last sci-fi book you read. Right. Because it's not going to tell you anything useful. Right. But the other nuance of this is you ask them not just to say like, send me the best song ever. Although even that at least tells you something. Right. But you ask them to do it in a way that's interesting. So don't not just like tell me your music taste. Right. Tell, you know, ask them like essentially show me you fit my filters because one of my filters is you listen to either hip hop or R&B or rap. Yeah. And so then you say like, tell me your top three, you know, one of those genres songs or even just tell me your top three tracks i love you know 
R&B and rap. Right. Which hopefully he'll take as a hint that he should probably tell you some R&B and rap. And right. Not be like, like talk about music. Right. And go from there as like a common thing. Exactly. <sighs> okay. This is probably why I get the wrong dudes. This makes sense that five years of online dating has not worked out for me. <laughs> <laughs> and that is definitely a thing I hear from a lot yeah. of people. So you get like women. Because I assume like men will go to a dating coach. But like women go to like your dating coach too. Really? Yeah. yeah actually. What is, what is like re- usually like their issue? Broco Therapy is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what would you do? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I mentioned before that I went back to therapy and that was the best decision I've ever made because every time I leave a session, I do feel like I just got so much off my chest. I've been suffering with so much anxiety because I feel like sometimes I don't have time. I don't have time to get all this stuff done or I feel like I'm not worthy of doing a good job of the things that I have to do. And I know that stems from a lot of ADHD. So talking to my therapist, she really gives me the space to just vent and have those emotions and she validates that and gives me the tool sets to be able to continue my day and to give me that confidence to remind myself that like I got this. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash BrokeGirl. Probably, well, I mean, it depends on how how fine-grained you want to get. Right. But at the high level, most of the men I work with are not able to get many dates. And most of the women I work with are not able to get the right dates. There are definitely men that are in that, that what I call phase two, which is not able to get the right dates. Right. But a lot of my male clients say things like my last date was six months ago or two years ago or six years ago. Wow. And, you know, I just don't go on many dates because I don't meet many women in my life, particularly if they're in the technical fields, you know, engineering, design. Right. They're like, I work with, you know, four women and 80 engineers. And oh. I'm obviously not going to date any of the four women there. Right, right. So I don't meet any women. Yeah, yeah. And that so, makes sense. you know, but even when they're not in those fields, they'll often say the same things. Yeah. And so then it's like, okay, let's get you from, you know, zero or close to that up to like at least a date a week typically is what I recommend. Oh, wow. But then for my female clients, sometimes it's the same thing. They're like, you know, I work with all guys, but none of those guys are guys I want to date. I want to date a guy who's different in these ways. Right. Or they say, you know, I go on lots of dates, but I don't go on many second dates. It's very rare for me to be interested in a second date. And when I am, he's not interested. Right, right. That was actually one of the questions because you guys, I got like, I put on my Instagram story, like send me questions because I'm, you know, recording with a dating coach. And one of the questions was, what, what was it? Let me Like, what um, can they do to secure a second date? Which I feel like that's kind of subjective. 
well, it's right. extremely subjective. Yeah. But, you know, I guess I would say that the there's a few different things, but one of them is set the date up, set the first date up for success. Yeah. So like, you know, remind, particularly for men, remind the woman about the date the day before. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. That part right there. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I always hate like when they don't remind me and I'm like saying they're like, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? Totally. And then they just like. I always feel like sometimes I'm the one that reaches out and says like, yeah. we're still on for tonight. Cause I'm like, I'm someone that likes to set, like I, you know, have a busy schedule. Like I want to set my plans. Like if you're right. not going to show up, then I'm going to go, go on a date with somebody else. I'm mm-hmm. going to go hang out with my friends, like exactly. whatever it may be. Yeah. Okay. So like, do you like, is it weird if a girl, you know, reminds the guy like of the date, like, Hey, like still on for tonight? No, it's not weird. Um, yeah. I mean, if anything, I would say that, that, most guys are going to be like, awesome. I wasn't sure she'd remember. Or I was worried she was going to flake on me, that right. kind of thing. So it's totally fine for women to be reminding the guy, you know, hey, I'm excited to see you tonight or tomorrow night or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then is it weird to like go on a date pretty late in the evening? Like that- one time I went on a date at like 1030 and then my friend was like, that's a little late. I'm like, oh, well, I mean... I guess I would say only if that's a pattern. Like if you notice that the guy or honestly the girl keeps being like, you know, I'm only available at like 11 p.m. or 10 p.m. Yeah. Then I'd be just kind of wondering, you know, is it because they work really late? Are they They just trying to fuck or that, you know, lots of different things. (laughs) Yeah. But I wouldn't necessarily, you know, someone says, let's go on a first date and it's, you know, 930, 1030. And that's their idea of a first date. I wouldn't automatically be like, Mm-mm, sorry, not down for getting down on the first date. Yeah. Like, that may have nothing to do with it. Yeah. What is an I- ideal first date? So that totally depends on the person. Right. And I've actually been reading some interesting research and I don't know yet if, if I think this is true or not. I'm still testing it on my side, uh-huh. but I have heard one source claiming that there's sort of two types of first dates where you intellectually connect or you get really excited together. Like imagine going on a roller coaster. Not that I'd say that's a good first date. Right. But that excitement is a way to build connection. And then also the intellectual connection of like, let's talk about music that we like. Or let's talk about the traveling we've done or whatever it is. Right. But you're talking and you're getting excited about that versus you're getting excited because of an activity. Oh. I'm, I think it's an interesting concept. I don't know if I would say I agree with it yet. Right. But it's an interesting idea. What I actually recommend for particularly my guys, because they're usually the ones Mm. asking out on dates, but even my female clients too, Yeah, is a first date of go and get like coffee, tea, ice cream, frozen yogurt, whatever, but something simple. I agree. I agree to this. Like, I mean, I'm only really usually available during the evening time. So at that time, I'm like, let's go grab a drink because it's not as... Like you just don't know if I'm gonna, you're going to have a connection with someone, especially if you're just meeting them online. Right. So a drink is like it's not too much of a commitment versus like going out to dinner where you exactly. have to sit together and like you don't even know if you really like to be in this dude's presence. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. First date of, you know, some kind of drink or, you know, thing you're going to consume. Honestly, you can actually have a great first date of let's just go walk around the park for 20 minutes or 30 right. minutes. Right. And then if it's. Excuse me. If you're really vibing, you can say, 
oh, this is awesome. Okay, let's go get some dinner here or let's go, you know, over to this museum or things like that. But I feel like women, though, like I would be scared if someone's like, meet me at this park. Well, (laughs) it would be at a big park. I'm not talking (laughs) about a small one. I was like, well, why do you want to meet me at a park? Yeah, I'm I'm more talking about like a daytime date of, you know, it's Saturday and like let's meet at the park at 2 p.m. Yeah. And we'll just kind of walk around for a bit. And okay. then if that we're seems more casual. Because usually like I'm going on night dates. I'm like, why do you want to oh, meet me at a yeah. park at no. like 10 o'clock at night? Yes. <laughs> please fun? meet me in the middle of the deserted park at 9.30 right. p.m. No. no, no. I'd be that, like, oh, that's a daytime no. date. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. I was like a little concerned. I was like, you giving this advice? No. <laughs> okay. So let's go through the series of questions that people ask. Yeah. Um, the first one was, how do you meet people in this day and age besides, she said, besides fucking dating apps? <laughs> Well, I guess it depends on, you know, if you're looking at fucking dating apps or if she meant just, you know, dating apps that she was annoyed by. (laughs) I think she's just annoyed. She's just besides fucking dating apps. Okay. That's the tone that she was going for. Yeah. Because I I know so many people and people have reached out to me and I have friends as well, too, who are like so scared of just making an online profile, you know, to date and put themselves out there. They'd rather meet someone organically. Um, and I know that you just said this off air because I gave you these questions ahead of time. You're like, I don't you're like, I'm I'm an online dating coach. Right. I right. specialize in That's, online dating. So I don't do the, you know, I'm going to take you approach. to a coffee shop and teach you how to pick up the cute guy or girl in the room. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, maybe to to make her or make whoever is listening and agrees with that more comfortable in online dating. Like, what do you think are like the pros and cons of online dating or the pros? Let's not go with the cons. Let's go with the pros. Let's convince them. Let's, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, so one thing I want to bring up is most of the time that I talk to people who are freaked out about online dating, they bring up catfishing. Oh yeah. I've never had a client get catfished. It, I've I mean, had gotten catfished. It doesn't once. happen as much. No, it doesn't happen right. all that often at yeah. all. So it's one of those like, you know, you're afraid of lightning striking you so you won't leave the house level of probability. Right. So I totally get it. Like it's a scary idea, but it just doesn't happen. Right. And so anytime someone says that to me, I'm like, honestly, it's it's not a reasonable fear to have. You you would be much better off being worried about someone like lying about their age. Right. Which happens more often or lying about their height or things like that. Right. I think it's more so it's just embarrassing to kind of like market yourself. Like maybe it's a it's a it's a bit of just like, you know, scared that like maybe no one will like them or like or maybe they will come off as super cheesy or whatever like the insecurity may be. I think it really comes from just like they're so scared to put themselves out there virtually. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, and and I definitely get that because dating Honestly, not just online dating, but dating in general is marketing. Yeah. And anyone who thinks it isn't is really fooling themselves. Like if that's what you think, you'd walk out in your bathrobe and walk into the bar and then you'd be shocked when someone says, you know, that looks like a terrible bathrobe or why are you wearing fuzzy slippers or something like that? Like it's all marketing. Yeah. But it's really not about like marketing when you come down to it is not about presenting a fake thing. Mm -hmm. It's about presenting the best thing. Yeah. And that's that is actually one of the things that I really teach both my men and my women is when you're online dating, it's not that you're making up stuff like you're not saying, you know, I have a Porsche and I have a house in the Hamptons. And like, I mean, unless that's true, that that's just dumb, because honestly, as soon as the person gets to know you and they're like, so, you know, why didn't you drive your Porsche to the date? They'll figure it out. The whole thing falls apart. Exactly. Exactly. And I just think that like. It's, I mean, it's cool to put yourself out there, not only yes to like date, but also to find someone with common interest. 
you know, like I think that like, I mean, we are in a day and age, you know, where everything is very like social media and like, yes. everyone's on their phones, you know, and um, I, like I, I don't think that it should be weird anymore. It's not weird anymore. It really isn't weird you for almost to, yeah. anyone. But there is a small percentage of the population that is still very freaked out and very uncomfortable with the idea of online dating. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, particularly thinking back to 2005, I remember when the majority of the population was like, online dating? What losers do that? Yeah, it was always like, ooh, I would never online date unless I was desperate. And the funny thing (laughs) is, Tinder came along and most single people in the U.S. got on Tinder. I was show on that shit. Yep. And suddenly it was okay. Right. And so, you know, I mean, I, I, I guess to answer the question, yeah, I, there aren't a lot of places right. that I would recommend. I remember, like, I'm old enough to actually have gotten the advice of go to a grocery store and trying to find a cute woman in the aisles. But, like, when you go to the grocery store, you're trying to get shit done. You're trying to get your groceries. I didn't say it made sense. I just am old enough yeah. that I got that advice. I've never been approached. Here's the thing, like... I hardly get approached in person, but online is like, I feel like because now everyone's so much more comfortable of doing that, you know, versus like approaching someone because everyone, again, is on their fucking phones. And so what I would say is sort of two things. One, if you really want to be offline and find someone, particularly if this is a woman asking, is get off your phone, is be looking around, be making eye contact with the men or women you're interested in, and then be interacting with them. You know, yeah. sit down on next to the bus, uh, sit down next to them on the bus yeah. or at a restaurant and don't just pull out your phone and pull up Instagram. Although you should watch the stories we're making for this. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. other than that, only for like, you know, yeah, yeah only for yours. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> only uh, watch ours. yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, rather than complain about how no one approaches you, deal with what you can, which is that you're not allowing anyone to approach you. You've got your headphones in, you've got your head in your phone, right. you're. You know, as soon as somebody makes eye contact, you're immediately turning away and your body language is do not talk to me. Right. And then besides that, the other thing I would say is the cliche of, you know, follow your interests is good advice for women. It's not necessarily good advice for men. It depends on their interests. But what I would even say more specifically is follow your interests that you want to find someone who shares that it's important and that you think it's possible. As an example... If guys are like, well, I love video games and I'd love to find a woman who's into video games. So I'm going to play a lot of video games. <laughs> like one, you're not going to meet many people that way. And right. two, your odds are not very good that you're going to find a woman into video games. Same thing yeah. for if a woman's like, I want a guy who's really into fashion, fashion and shopping, <laughs> like going to a bunch of, you know, shopping malls and fashion spots and hoping to meet a guy. Your odds are not very good. It's very slim. I worked right. in the fashion industry, so like I worked with just like I mean, I worked with a lot of men, but they were all gay. Right. They're all sleeping with one another. <laughs> exactly. So when I say follow, no you know, me. your interests, what yeah. I mean is like follow the interests where you think you will find a person you're looking for. Exactly. Okay, that's really good advice. So next question: What is a good opening line on Bumble? Because you know how Bumble, the woman has to approach the man. Yeah. What is the best way to approach this? So the best way to approach it, there's there's really two ways. Yeah. The easy and like pretty logical way to do it is mention something on his profile and ask him an open-ended question about it. Yeah. So for example, uh, I don't know, he has photos of him traveling or he mentions that he's really into hiking or, you know, things like that. Right. Just be like, hey, sorry you're into hiking. 
what's your favorite hike or better yet, you know, what's the most awesome hike you've ever been on? Things yeah. like that. Ask about a favorite blank. Yeah. That's an easy one. And by the way, that there's a, a nuance about that. Asking about a favorite rather than the last one. Like a lot of people tend to think, you know, what's the last hike you've been on? What's the last movie you saw? Right. What's the last book you read? But favorite. Favorite. Because if I ask you, what was the last movie you saw? I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> but if I ask you, what's your favorite movie? Yeah. That's a lot easier. That is. And that's how it is with almost everyone. Unless I'm like you clueless. <laughs> See? See? He's like, he's like not, I don't relate to that. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like favorites are always easy yeah. to remember. But if you ask me, you know, what's the last like hike I went on? I'm like, uh, like I'm trying to go into my head and think about my calendar. And right. I don't know. But like, if you ask a favorite of anything, that is something that is easy to recall. Okay. That is, that is a good one. Yeah. Actually. So what is like, because I feel like, again, going back to like being insecure about online dating, what is something that they could like kind of like mentally tell themselves to like, you know, surpass that insecurity? Yeah. So first off, uh, I would encourage women that are feeling that insecurity to give guys some empathy because that's what guys are dealing with in every single other dating app except Bumble. <laughs> yeah. at a much, much higher volume yeah. than you women are on Bumble. So right. I totally get it's painful. It's scary. It's hard. And that's what all the guys that are talking to you are having to go through. And even, even the ones sending you the terrible messages. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's so true. It's like they're on it too. So don't feel ashamed. Right. For being and don't feel it. like you're alone in that. Yeah. Because what a lot of people think is like, oh, I'm the only one struggling with this. Right, right. And, you know, I'm the only one who has these challenges. That's actually in my coaching. I do both private and group calls. And uh -huh. the group calls is partly about having community so right. that you don't feel alone with that. Okay. So that's definitely one thing is just realize you're not the only woman having this challenge, but you're actually not the only human having this challenge. Exactly. The guys you're interested in are having the same challenge. I feel like guys, I mean, have it the worst because us women, we kind of have to just like chill and shit. While you guys have to come up with ways to approach us. Well, and what's funny is the vast majority of messages that my clients show me on Bumble, uh -huh. the woman didn't actually do any opener. She sent a smiley. She sent a gif. And they respond. Actually. So they end up starting the conversation right. anyway. Yeah. Sometimes like it's so funny. I get better um, conversations or better like reactions when they approach me. Mm -hmm. When I approach them, they don't like on, on Hinge, they don't really respond to that bubble's different because bubble you have to right but on hinge like if i send heart eyes or something like they don't respond to that but the dudes that approach me like it works better i don't know why well i would Am definitely I a say hoe? maybe they think i'm a hoe i would actually say more <laughs> that if you send an emoji yeah there's no answer to that but i told them they're like, hot with the heart eyes uh, okay, okay, i definitely would not think of yeah, that yeah, as true. hot and i definitely wouldn't think that that's going to have a good reaction because yeah. better women though well yes but that's still not gonna work well <laughs> okay well fine um well so wait there's one more that's yes. even better what so if you can get this clear and this is again one of the things i work with my clients on is like what are you looking for as yeah. a woman what are you looking for in a man then if you can ask the guy one of those questions so example for you you know it's critically important that he's into R&B or hip hop or rap, right? Yeah. So literally your first question on Bumble being like, I totally love, you know, rap, hip hop and R&B. Yeah. So what's your favorite artist? Who's your favorite rapper? Just like something. So if the guy 
says, uh, I don't really like that. I like electronic music. You can immediately go, oh, cool. I'm not interested in you anymore. Yeah, and we won't get along. Yeah. Or <laughs> he's going to respond and be like, uh, I don't know anything about R&B or hip hop or rap. And you can do the same thing. Yeah. Or he's going to show you, hey, here's what I know or here's what I like. So in other words, I am showing you that I meet one of the criteria you have rather than like, hey, how's your day? Or like, what's the best taco you've ever eaten? Right. Which like, yeah, it starts a conversation, but it doesn't actually answer if this dude meets the criteria you have. Right. So asking a question that will actually help you know if he meets the if criteria you have. Right. Exactly. Ooh, okay. Greg, just dropping the fucking tea right now. <laughs> Shit. Okay. What advice do you have for good hearted and giving people when dating? Should they avoid showing that side of them? I know that that's not really like first date kind of thing. It's kind of like when you're actually kind of dating somebody. Do you have any like input on that? Yeah. I mean, what I would say is, is honestly show it like be yourself. And I don't just say that in the sense of everybody says be yourself and why, but there's two reasons I say that specifically. One, if the way you attract the man or the woman is by being not a good hearted person. For one thing, I have very serious questions about like, I think I know what she means. I think I know she means because I'm, I'm similar in this way too, where I'm, you know, like I, if I like someone, I will show that. Yeah. I'll show that in like acts of service and whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're so scared, I think, as women to show that for somebody. It's like we don't want to come off as clingy. Like we don't want to come off as like we like them too much and they're not there yet. You know what I mean? So I think that's where she's coming from. It's like, do we show that side mm. early on? Do you mean that side is in like showing love through acts of service or just like showing love in whatever way that we all, you know, we show love in different ways. So I'd say it's actually not a a yes, no answer. It's about how much you show it. Right. So think about it. If six months into a relationship, you know, somebody comes over and does like bakes a cake for your birthday. Yeah. That's awesome. If on a first date they bake a cake for you, that's weird. That is like, weird. unless, unless yeah. you've been talking about how they're a baker and like, it's a really cool yeah. thing and you've been bantering about, you should totally bake me a cake. Right, right. Short of that, it's weird. Yeah. So it's not about show it or don't show it. It's about how much do you show it? Like oh. thinking in that example, even if you, if this person had mentioned they were a baker again, they bring a cake for you. That's like, Whoa, that's too much. But suppose they brought a cookie. They were like, Hey, I made a batch of cookies. So I brought you one. Okay. That would be cool. Like yeah. that's not, it's, it's not, not as, this like, giant serious. thing that yeah. they did, but it's still, you know, Hey, I was thinking of you. So I brought you this. Okay. So same thing, you know, if, and, and I think actually thinking of it in terms of the love languages is really helpful. Right. So if, you know, words is your language of love at six months, you want to hear, you know, Oh my God, I love your eyes right. and your hair's amazing. And I can't believe how lucky I am to be with you. Right. On the first date, None of that feels good. Right. But being, you know, saying something like, wow, you have really nice eyes or like, that's an awesome hairdo. Yeah. Or even just like, you know, this has been a really fun date. I'm really enjoying spending time with you. That's true. It's like the way that you deliver it. Yeah. Well, and it's the, it's the amount of it. Right. You know, if you show up with a ton of it, then it feels weird. But honestly, the real answer to this is actually that you match the other person. It isn't. That's true. It isn't like, even how like, important it is to be a lot or a little. Exactly. If the other person is like, oh, my God, I'm totally into you. And, and you feel the same way, then you match that as well. It exactly. really just depends on like the chemistry between 
the two of them. And how much each of you is expressing. Right. And one of the interesting I'm things is expressing my feelings. Well, so, somebody, so this is something I coach people on a lot. Yeah. Particularly for my male clients, because often men are the ones who are initiating a lot of the the sort of emotional opening up. Yeah. But for my female clients, too, when they're leading that interaction. Yeah. Someone has to lead that. And if you feel strongly about this person, then you should take the lead. Because either what you're going to find is the other person totally isn't there and is like, yeah, I'm not actually that interested in you. This is kind of like hitting home because I feel like this is kind of what I'm going through. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I Woo! wondered about that look. Yeah, Woo! yeah. All right, all right. I was like looking at you like, Keep oh, breathing, wow. keep breathing. It's all right. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean... I don't know. That's that's a whole different topic. I don't want to get into feelings. Fair right enough. Now. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> okay. But yeah, match the other person. Yeah. So it's not about like, should I hide being a good person or like any of that? It's about, you know, if the two of you are on a date and they're being really snuggly and you're like, I want to be really snuggly too. Then be really fucking snuggly. Don't then be hold snuggly. Back. Yeah. Yeah. But don't, you know, be what if 10 like, times as snuggly as they are. But what if like they're just chilling, but then you want to be kind of snuggly? So that's actually what I meant with the leading. Right. So you don't lead by, you know, the other person's at a one and you go to nine. Like that's right. not leading. That's overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> if the other person's at a one and you want to lead more of that, whether it's snuggling or verbal or acts of service, right. you go to like two, maybe even one and a half. Yeah. Maybe like grab the hand. Right. And then you <laughs> see how do they react? You right. know, they're like, oh, cool. You know, you, you lean into the guy and then he kind of wraps his arm around you and like snuggles into you. That's true. Then you go, oh, cool. Then maybe we can ramp it up to like a three or a four. And, you know, and you wrap an arm around his waist or something right. like that. That's true. One time I was on a date and like, I mean, I was having a fun time, but I wasn't into him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he like, you know, he was trying to get, he was putting his arms around me and I was like kind of stiff. Like I didn't really want it like because mm-hmm. I wasn't really actually into it. Like, I mean, it was cool. Like I kind of looked at him as just a friend. Like I wasn't really interested romantically mm. and thankfully he kind of got the hint it was just kind of like exactly didn't really like keep pushing forward you know so right. yeah yeah i mean a number of years ago actually two first dates that come to mind we were just super into each other we were doing the stereotypical you know couple that just like doesn't really notice anything else going on right, around them right, and right. so we were holding hands and we were Aww. like walking arm in arm Correct. And this is, you know, <laughs> 45 minutes into a first date, maybe an hour. Wow. Yeah. You're quick. Well, <laughs> for me, I was really feeling it. And so right. I was leading her in that. And again, you know, we started with like, you know, just kind of wrap a sh- an arm around the shoulder and she kind of leaned into me. And so I then went, OK, you know, let's try wrapping an arm around her waist or yeah. know, I don't really remember. But yeah, you do that. And it's not just something the man can do. That's totally something a woman can do as well. Okay, feminist. Yeah. Love it. And to be clear, I'm not talking about doing it in a masculine way. Of like, right, no, no, you no. Know. But doing it in a way to work. Because I feel like sometimes men need signs. I wouldn't say sometimes. Men need signs All way more than women realize. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So this actually is Let's a, is a nice segue. Yeah. <laughs> so my female clients consistently complain about dudes that are just messaging them and continue to talk and they're like I don't want a pen pal like I thought he was gonna ask me on a date why isn't he asking me on a date right with a small number of exceptions he's waiting for a sign that you're ready because Mm -hmm. as men what we've learned yeah is if we ask you on a date too soon you'll run and I don't mean just like run a little ways away just gone you will completely disconnect right and so 
it's very, very challenging for men to find the right balance of how fast do I ask her on a date? So I rather ask, for, I rather them ask me on a date like pretty much right away because I don't like to have pen pals. So a surprising number of women say that. Yeah. And I think they genuinely mean it. Yeah. But in practice, that's not how it actually works. Oh. In practice, what it comes across as is like, hey, I met you. Let's go on a date now. Yeah. And so and even though the guy may not be intending it to feel that way. Right. That's how a lot of women perceive it. Oh, I literally have a date on, on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And I, well, he messaged me about like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I don't know why I was caught up in other things and I didn't message him back. Um, and then I finally responded and I was mm-hmm. like, let's hang out and I can show you my rap skills. Nice. Nice. Oh <laughs> yeah. Like, so you're totally not a rapper. I see yeah, what's yeah, going yeah. on. Uh-huh. Totally <laughs> not a rapper. I don't believe you anymore. So I was like, I'll show you my rap skills. He's like, okay, so now we're going to hang out on, on Sunday. Nice. I was just straight up just like, let's just hang out. Let's just cut to the chase. Yes. And by the way, most men love it when a woman does that. Really? Oh yeah. my God. I'm going to fucking do it all the time. I actually, I tell my female clients, just straight up tell them like, you know, either you should take me on a date now or like I I'm will, ready for a right, date. Right. I'd love to meet you in person. Whatever kind of level of, of clarity works. Right. But just in some way, give him a really clear sign. I am ready. You should take me on a date and we should meet in person. And like, it's your turn, dude. Go. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of women are fearful of that because oh, they, yeah. they want to be chased. They want the man to just like kind of take control of that situation. Yeah. But I, I, I really do believe that what you're just saying, they need a sign. They need you to tell them what you want. So... Yeah, I mean, and I mean, that you're ready. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I, you know, it was, it was successful enough for me to just be like, oh, hey, let's let's go hang out, and it worked out, and now we're gonna yeah. hang out on Sunday. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And that again, you know, that can be done in a very feminine way. So you don't have to plan the date. You don't have to no. do any of that. You just have to say, hey, buddy, I'm attracted to you. Hey, I'm buddy. interested. <laughs> you know, take me on a date now. Yeah, exactly. And then, assuming he is actually interested, which most of the time he is, and assuming yeah. he can actually plan things, which most men can, but not all. Yeah. He'll be like, great. Um, you know, I live here. You live there. How about we go to this place at this time on this yeah. day? And I always find go. myself like, picking the dates. They're always like, where do you want to go? And I'm like. So this, again, is actually about coming back to the signs. Right. Because the reason he's saying, where do you want to go? Is not that he doesn't know anywhere in Los Angeles to take you. It's that he doesn't want to take you to the wrong place and then have you go, oh, I hate, I don't know, Thai food and walk out. That's true. So it's not so much about actually he needs you to pick. Yeah. It's more like if you just tell him, he needs to you know, t- surprise me or like mention dietary things. If that's, you know, particularly if you're talking about dinner, yeah. just be like, I can eat anything or I'm vegetarian or whatever. Right. But like tell him what he needs to know and then say, I'm looking forward to where you're going to take me. Exactly. And okay. just. You can put it back in his lap. Yeah, because he he asked me, he's like, like, what did you have in mind? Was, exactly. No, no, he said, um, he's like, where would you? The way he worded it, he was like, do you have any like ideas in mind that you would want to go? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, surprise me. Like, well, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, surprise. I don't know exactly what I said. But something along the lines of like making him like choose the place. Exactly. Yeah. But the reason he's doing it is he doesn't want to take you to, again, a yeah. Thai restaurant. He said, and have he's you like, like, what are you trying to get into? And I was like, meaning like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I don't know, like surprise me wherever, you, you know. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be like, my bed. 
I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hey, you know, whatever works for you. Whatever works for you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, okay, this is all like very educational. I feel like the last few episodes have been like straight up about sex. And I love it. Those are all great topics. But I'm like, okay, let's talk about dating because this is a dating podcast too. Yes. Yeah. So do you have any last words or any advice for people who are scared of dating or just online dating on tips for men and women? Yeah. Um, I think the last one that I would say is when you are looking at like what to put on your profile, do your best to think of it as a complete stranger, like not just one of your friends, right. but someone who has never met you and knows absolutely nothing about you. Yeah, they're not going to get your sarcastic, self-deprecating humor. No, they're also not going to get <laughs> the like, you know, weird artsy shots that you think are just so totally cool and represent your personality. But they're, they're not. But you're not even in it. I right. hate that. Or it's like pictures of their dogs. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, your dogs are cute, but like. I don't want to see your dogs. I want to see you. It just means that I don't, you probably are not that cute. Right. Yeah. And you're trying to hide something. Yep. And women do that too. Trust me. They do. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. Oh, my God. What are some big... Sorry, I know that we're, like, running out of time, but, like, one last question. What are some big issues that you see on, like, women's profiles or, like, big no-no that happens all the time? So, actually, most of the issues are the same. It's just ratios of who does it more often. Oh. So, sunglasses photos, particularly in California, bad. Really? Yes. Because sunglasses photos, it's like trying to talk to someone with their head cut off. And it's, like, all of them are in sunglasses? Honestly, you can get away with like one in sunglasses, okay, but okay. more than one, I would say you shouldn't. And I really Shit, tell I you not sunglasses? to have any. Yeah. I don't think you had any I sunglasses okay. photos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sunglasses photos is one. Group photos is another. Oh, yeah. Don't do group photos, you guys. And to be clear, I actually tell my clients don't have photos with any other people except your parents. Yeah. The only time you get a pass on this is if the other people in the group are clearly of either a different gender and race than you. Right. And you still really don't want to have different gender because then it looks like it's you and your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend. Right. I always hate when you see like a guy and it's like a girl and he's like posing with the girl like in a club and you're like, okay. Or like a bunch of women in the club. I'm like, this is weird. Right. And, you (laughs) know, the group photos of, you know, here's me and my two, you know, blonde friends and all three of us are blonde. And And I'm like Filipino shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So That's no true. group photos. No, don't don't do that. And then the other one that I really enjoy is uh, the look at me in the outdoors photo. Oh, my God. I hate that. So my favorite aspect of this is the fact that whatever you're looking at, I don't know, Yosemite, Half Dome, right. you know, Cozumel, it doesn't really matter, is big. The photo is amazing. And then the person is right there. I don't like that. And they're like, their arms are up and it's like their back. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) okay, okay. You enjoy going to beautiful places just like every other human. Right. And I can't see you. Why did you waste a photo on that? Exactly. So don't do those. Okay. If you want to do those, what you actually should do is either, you know, preferably get someone to shoot you, but, you know, do a selfie where you take up most of the frame. Right. And then in, you know, one third of the photo is the beautiful view. Yeah. But that way you are visible. And then, yeah, you know, you really want to show off that you like going to beautiful places. Fine. Right. But don't do the the tiny little, you know, version of that happens a lot. That happens amazingly often on everyone's profiles, men and women. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, actually, one that is gendered. Uh So for men, we tend to put up photos of us with fish, guns, or other animals that we've hunted or caught. (laughs) Honestly. Don't do it. I 
I don't even really like when a guy has like outdoor photos, I like know that I immediately I probably won't get along with them. You mean like hunting photos, not yeah. like hiking yeah. photos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like hunting, like with mm-hmm. fish and stuff. I'm like, yeah. I probably won't date you. Yeah. And to be clear, <laughs> like, you know, if you live in actually regardless of where you live, if if really one of the critical requirements you have is that your partner will hunt with you. Then put those up right. because it'll turn off all the women that don't want that. Exactly. And it will turn on the few women that do. Right. If you don't that care about said, that said, most men, it's not a critical thing that their like wife or girlfriend goes hunting with them or honestly even skeet shooting. Right. Right. So I would take those down. And for the ladies, the bridesmaid photos Ugh. have got to Basic go. Basic fucking bitch. Well, it's not just that. Sorry. The problem is, so it's, it's like all the worst aspects of the group photo. Yeah. Everybody looks different, number one, yeah. because you're all made up for as a bridesmaid. Right. But two, you're in a big group, so we can't actually see anything about any of you. Right. Three, we can't figure out which one is you. And still, yeah, there's still multiple people in your profile. And number four, bridesmaids don't actually, like, they're not supposed to look like the best one. Right. The exactly. bride is the one who's supposed to look the best. Right. So all you're doing, assuming the bride is in the photo, is being like, hey, look at my really hot friend. Right. Not me. Right. Which obviously is not what you want. Because what if, yeah, what if they like like your friend more? That's fucked up. Exactly. Which, by the way, is the problem with group photos in general. Like, exactly. Don't do very it. Very often. Just don't fucking do it. Clients or even me, because I'm single right now, I'll yeah. look at a group photo and be like, oh, wow, she's really cute. And then I'll look again and be like, wait, that's not I the know. woman whose profile it is. Yeah. It's the other one who does not look nearly that as cute. That happens to me all the Aww. time. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. the worst. Yeah. It happens a lot for both men and women. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Any last words? Uh, Last thing I would say is for the gentleman listening, come listen to my podcast because we go through a lot of this stuff. And the way I do it is I have women on and they answer questions you guys have submitted and, you know, like you did and basically just go through and give what they're looking for. And we focus on positives. We don't do, you know, unlike a lot of dating stuff, which I appreciate you don't do as much of. Yeah. It's all positive. There's none of the, I hate it when men do this. Yeah. It's I all, hate like the dating podcasts that are so negative and they're yes. just complaining the whole time. You're just like, dude, come on, chill. Yeah. By I'm the fine. end of an episode as a guy, I'm just like, uh, like I'm apparently a terrible human being and I should never date again. Right. Why am I listening to this dating podcast? It just doesn't make you feel good. No. Not at all. So my right. whole podcast is positive. Yes. Just like broke girl therapy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> do, you so, have any, do you have an Instagram? Where can people find you? Yeah. So the uh, Instagram is debug dating. And then the podcast is on my website, which is debugdating.com. And actually you can go to debugdating.com slash podcast and that'll get you the podcast. Everything is on that site. Everything is. Perfect. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokeotherapy.com. All that shit is there. Yay. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. It was fun. It was so much fun. Thank you so much. People are going to be like, oh my God, I learned so much. I'm going to go make a profile right now. And then like, they're going to find the soulmate and you fix them. You did this. That is my job. (laughs) Okay. We're bye. Broke girl therapy. Broke girl therapy. therapy. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.